your home for the St. Louis Cardinals. Will President Biden implement Trump-like border policies? I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. He is considering taking executive actions that could put stricter rules on asylum seekers, preventing many migrants who enter the U.S. illegally from staying. But Fox's Lucas Tomlinson reports. This is not something the White House has confirmed. A White House spokesman telling Fox News no executive action, no matter how aggressive, can deliver the significant policy reforms and additional resources Congress can provide and that Republicans rejected. And recall last month, President Biden said he can't do anything more to fix the border or more than 7 million migrants have entered the United States under Biden's watch. President Biden is out west, focused on his re-election, and he said something Russia is not happy about. It was at a fundraising event in California on Wednesday when President Biden called his Russian counterpart Vladimir Putin a crazy SOB. He was talking about the threat of nuclear war. Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov says it appeared President Biden was trying to look like a Hollywood cowboy. Fox's Jonathan Savage, the war in Gaza, spills over to the West Bank again. A shooting has left one person dead, 11 injured. Fox's Trey Inks reports from Tel Aviv. Three Palestinian gunmen opened fire on a line of cars at a checkpoint. And we understand a 23-year-old Israeli reservist who had just finished serving in Gaza engaged the shooters, killing two of them. A third was later tracked down. Iran back Houthi militants another ship with missiles near the Red Sea, a British-owned cargo vessel that caught fire. A lot of Americans are having a hard time communicating this morning. A big cell service outage affecting AT&T customers mostly. Local reports say AT&T is now coming back online in some places, saying this is the carrier's second major outage within a week. A current outage map on downdetector.com shows this is impacting folks in multiple places. Indiana, Atlanta, Chicago, L.A., Houston, San Francisco, so all over the country. That's Jerry Will. America's listening to Fox News. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get the this timeshare information guide absolutely free. Call 800-919-3200. That's 800-919-3200. 800-919-3200. President Biden's brother James spent hours answering questions from House Republicans in their impeachment inquiry as they allege the president was involved in Biden family business dealings. Congressman Russell Fry was there, tells Fox Business. Jim Biden said that he had no involvement um, and that he was not in an agreement with Rob Walker, Hunter Biden and James Gilliar. But when presented with a document that he signed with those gentlemen coming together for a business arrangement, uh, he changed his story there and said he wasn't familiar with signing that particular document. Now, Democrats claim there is no evidence of Biden wrongdoing in the indictment of an FBI informant lying about Biden transactions undercuts the GOP probe. There is controversy in Alabama where a medical facility is suspending some fertility treatments after the state Supreme Court ruling that frozen embryos are legally children.
The University of Alabama at Birmingham's UAB Division of Reproductive Endocrinology and Infertility says it's pausing in vitro fertilization treatments, explaining it must evaluate the potential that patients and physicians could be prosecuted criminally or face punitive damages for following the standard of care for IVF treatments. This following the Alabama Supreme Court allowing two wrongful death lawsuits against a fertility clinic to move forward with patients alleging their embryos were mistakenly destroyed. Justices ruling in 1872 state law allowing parents to sue over the death of a child applies to unborn children and embryos, sparking warnings from IVF advocates who say embryos were previously viewed as property. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. Stocks could rise this morning. Dow futures up more than 100 points after a record overnight in Japan with an EK average closed at an all-time high. The baseball season sprouts up today with the first spring training game in Arizona. The L.A. Dodgers versus the San Diego Padres getting an early start because... They begin the regular season with the first games in South Korea in March. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Here's a look at local news. One person dead and follows a two-car crash near Farmer City Tuesday night. It happened at the intersection of Rosewood Road and Depot Road. Car driving northbound drove through a stop sign. There was no stop sign on Depot and a car driving westbound colliding with the northbound vehicle's passenger side. Both cars ended up in a field. The driver identified as James Allen Kirkland of Victoria. An Illinois lawmaker sponsored a bill to help residents move to Illinois from other states because of restrictions on health care and other personal issues. Bills are response to laws in some states that ban reproductive and gender affirming health care or that ban certain books. The bill would provide a $500 tax credit. A former director of the Toledo Parks Department charged with stealing at least $10,000 from the agency. Illinois Attorney General's Office charging 52-year-old Randall Grace with seven counts of theft. Court documents show those alleged thefts occurred over a six-year period from 2015 until 2021. You're up to date from the Stevie J Broadcasting Newsroom. I'm Jim Moore. Well, good morning, my friends, ladies and gentlemen, moms and dads and boys and girls. I am Stevie J. Good morning, Diane Ducey. Good morning. It's going to be okay. I've got plenty to talk about with the Illini last night. Dang it. And we'll get into it. Our weather brought to you by Hands. And it is Thursday, so Matthew Miller's Latin Jazz for our Live in the Lounge feature from 6 to 8 at First and St. Mary. Enjoy Hands for a date night tonight. He is the learned one, the meteorologist who got a weather station at age 12 for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Look what he's done with that, yep, sir. Yep, yep, yep. Look what you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, my car thermometer said 65 yesterday. Wow. That was amazing. That's right. That's, uh, yeah, between about 64 and 67 across the listing area. We had some 70-degree warmth at St. Louis, and, oh, we fell a little short of that, but we'll just have to go back to the drawing board and serve up another run at some 70-degree weather around here for early next week. So we're not done uh, with the uh, mild spring-like weather across the area. Not the way the whole next few weeks goes, mind you, but enjoy the next probably seven to maybe a little shy of 10 days across the area. Uh, did have some thunderstorm activity that pop a little hail around the Peoria area in the overnight hours. Nothing around here to speak of. Uh, that thunderstorm action is now north and east of about Crawfordsville. A couple of showers up towards Kankakee and westward from there. And a fairly quiet morning underway and a very mild morning. 53 at Willard and Savoy. 50 downtown Champaign. Uh, get up towards Thomasboro. They're at about 49 now. Pasodum 51 degrees. Same at Danville. And out towards Farmer City 49 and close to 50 over at Decatur. So you get the picture. Nice mild day. We'll climb up a little bit to about 55, 56 degrees. Still can't rule out a stray shower around this morning. Maybe an isolated shower thunderstorm this afternoon. Uh, northeast to north winds are already getting to pick on up in the wake of some of the thunderstorms to the north of us. So cooler day, not a colder day. These temps are still 20 above average. Lows tonight at 35. 
That's almost a typical high around here this time of the year for mid to late February. Tomorrow, partly sunny, cooler, 47, uh, with a northwesterly breeze. We'll bottom out in the 20s tomorrow night. A more realistic feel, but still lots of sunshine. That'll feel pretty good late uh, February style here for the day. Saturday, light wind in 37. Big temperature bump to 57 on Sunday. Into the 60s on Monday. A little rain late in the day. And a couple of outbreaks of showers and thunderstorms. We'll flirt with 70 on Tuesday. Settle back into the 50s. A little more rain in the forecast in the middle part of next week as well. For Stephen J. Broadcasting, I'm meteorologist Greg Solgate. Well, she is the political analyst, executive dean for public policy, public service programs. She's a big shot out at Hofstra University. Everybody knows Dr. Mina Bowes. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine, Stevie J. Appreciate the warm welcome, as always. <laughs> good, good to have you back from Hofstra. It's in Long Island, New York. Okay, uh, I guess first question is, um, what do you think happened to South Carolina primary two days away? You know, um, if the polls are correct, and of course, you know, that's always uh, something we have to kind of wait and see, but it looks like uh, former President Trump is going to um, win and win strongly. Um, If he wins by solid double digits, then um, I think, uh, well, any victory is a problem for Nikki Haley, because given that this is her home state, but it is looking at this point like it could be a fairly... Uh, a fairly uh, strong victory in former President Trump's favor. Uh, she said she's not going to drop. She's not going to drop out of the campaign. She's in through Super Tuesday. Let's see what uh, what happens after Saturday. Okay. Um, and I guess uh, by the way, this morning there's a, a concerning AT and T out. Uh, you have AT and T, T Mobile, or Verizon, Mina. I have Verizon. Okay, we're okay. But AT and T has outages all yeah. over America. Apparently. I heard that. Uh, they they think you know tens of thousands at this point, but people are just waking up and their phones aren't working. Right. And Mina, we'll, mm. we'll freak out. You can't reach anybody on AT and T right now. Right. So it's like that you, is a big problem. Well, I, I mean, we're tied. So remember, wow. I, you're not very old, Mina, but there we had something called number two leaded pencils. That's kind of what we used. Oh, I, I've used them. Remember Y2K? <laughs> oh, yeah, the world is going to absolutely collapse. But in this world we live in, when you leave your house and you forget your phone, don't you panic a little? Um, I, I, I can't imagine. I, I think the phone is the one thing, and I've said this for a few years now, that I would turn back home if I forgot on my yeah. way to work. Um, I wouldn't even say that for my wallet. I think I would take my chances with the phone. <laughs> That's how my whole family reaches me. <laughs> this, this is so off the path of what I was planning, but I mean, I, I guess, is it an addiction or is it a need? Am I addicted to pants because I wear them, or is it something I need? <laughs> is a phone such a need now right. where it's not an addiction and we can get away with absolutely being totally on our own at the phone and no, never need a friend. Well, I'm not going to tell, comment on your entire CDK. I'm sure you have many good options if you want it. Well, but, um, but, but I mean, maybe maybe the phones become food. I mean, it's so necessary. It's a necessity. I don't know. Well, I think it is. I mean, when you look at college students, um, everyone. I mean, even in you can there's been debates about right wait till eight for eighth grade. But um, I don't say certainly in New York, um, phones have become fairly common by middle schools, and I'm hearing even younger. Um, and some of that is with reason. If you have uh, middle schoolers who start walking to school, yeah, um, yeah, you know there yeah. is that question mm-hmm. of a connection. And but I think we get everything on our phone. I mean, students get everything on um, right TikTok or apps for news. Everything is just 
so immediate. Um, I mean, fortunately for the South Carolina primary, I mean, it is Saturday, so there is some time. But um, this is a problem, right? Yeah, if yeah. you can't connect with voters and, um, you know, particularly, I would say, for the Haley campaign, which is down by some 30 points now, I guess, as of uh, yesterday. But, um, but you know, the, the Trump campaign needs to, you have to campaign till, uh, till the polls close, really. All right, so Joe Biden looks to be the, the nominee. I still don't believe it, Mean. I really don't. I don't think he's going to make, make it and be their candidate. Um, am I wrong? Well, I mean, you're not the first person to say that, CVJ. There have been, there have been calls from some Democrats that this could change at the convention. There have been calls from political scientists that said it should change, that the Democrats should uh, wait until Chicago and make a decision then perhaps nominate someone else. I, I think the real question, CBJ, is who, who's next then? I mean, Vice President I, Harris I, I would know. be the logical know. choice, but I think Democrats have some concerns about, um, frankly, about her popularity ratings and whether she could mount an effective campaign. Um, I think it's really a fair question as to who would be the stronger president, the sitting, pre- uh, sitting the stronger candidate, the sitting president or the vice president. Do you have pets, Mina? Uh, I don't. Sadly, we have allergies, but I like that. Well, I was going to say <laughs> I, I, this is this is maybe mean, but I mean, if you look at Joe Biden and he's going where we're all going, getting older. Uh, but I don't right. think I, I, I'd be nervous to have him dog sit for me because he might forget. And and that's not to say it's just it's just a human. I think it's kind of sad, but I I just I'm thinking, golly gee, Jill. I mean, there's no way he should probably do this again. <sighs> I I just it's a yeah. it's more human empathy thing. I think for me. I mean, I guess one thing I will say, CBJ, is that having talked with people who um, worked with President Biden and recently in the past couple of years, they, they do talk about, I mean, he's a pretty vigorous 81. That he, I mean, I know we can look at the special counsel and the comments that were made there. But, um, I mean, and again, I mean, former President Trump is late 70s, right? I mean, he's... No, uh, no, no, they, uh, they're, they're both 70s. old. I, I think we should term limit everybody and say 75, that's yeah. it, or 80. I, yeah. I, I just think that it's, it's, it, this is a really big job, and it's, it's really important. And I just see him on stage, and it, it just the shuffling of things like that. I, I'm sad about it. I really, I don't, I don't like any human. Yeah, being. I really am. So I, okay. Before we let Dr. Mina Bose go, please hit the uh, hit the snare, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Presidential trivia. Oh, so Here's a um, who was the first president born in America? That's a pretty hard one. Oh, that one is, wait, let me see. That would be... He was born in Kinderhook, New York. Oh, Van Buren. Number eight, Martin Van Buren. Don't yes. try and stump me to go. Don't no, I, was like, I was going to say Jackson, but I didn't think that was right. <laughs> she came up with Martin Van Buren, uh, who, who, who had those nice big old sideburns, and president number eight, Kinderhook, New, New, New York. Is that near yeah. Long Island? I don't know where Kinderhook is. Uh, it's, 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 up, it's upstate. We, we'd have to cross the bridge to get there, but, uh, but not too far. <laughs> Bina, always a pleasure to have your energy on our show. We appreciate having you again. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Stevie J. Thank you. Pleasure. My pleasure. She is a uh, professor and law... Long Island at Hofstra University. Mina Bose, as in Bose Wave Radio. Well, and I looked up real quick. AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile customers hit by widespread cellular outages this morning. Over 50,000 AT&T outages reported this morning. So major cities like Atlanta, Los Angeles, Dallas, Chicago, mm. Houston, all tracking the 
down detector. Well, the, the issue, was it a cyber attack? I mean, right. that, that's something I think this is so large we're going to hear and know more about it. And, um, yeah. Okay, I'm avoiding it. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I, the uh, game. The game. Okay, but I do have thoughts that might help you. Well, Penn State beat our number 12 Illini basketball team 90-89 to 89 with the last free throws being hit you know they sunk those and then we lost so mm-hmm. we were flat there was also a comment comedy of errors led by 10 sure in the f- final two minutes nittany yeah. lions with the last what eight points 19 and 7 on the season 10 and 5 in the big 10 so We've got Iowa. Let's focus on that at 1.15 on Saturday. All right, I'll go, I'll go to a little long-form thoughts to help you. Okay. Stand by for that. We um, need that. This is morning therapy. No, this is this is this was devastating. This is one of those I can't remember this. In 1988, when we played Villanova in the NCAA tournament and missed six one and ones. I mean that it was that kind of a collapse. And this gives you a chance as an Illini fan to express yourself. As you text in 217-359-2255 on our Tapman Story phone line. Good to talk about things like this. Work it out. Important that we don't bottle this in and just, you know, get it out there. What do you think? What happened to us last night? Uh, 217-359-2255. I'll give you my thoughts and play what I have from Brad Underwood's extended locker room press conference of five and a half minutes. See ya. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can you imagine? Uh, you're not as competitive as Brad, and and they had to, the plane was very quiet. Yes. It was very library like mm, on the flight mm, home. Mm-hmm. So but anyway, we'll we'll see. But I'll give you the, uh, the thinking here in just a moment. Okay. Well, and Nebraska beat Indiana at Indiana. I, I mean, what's up with Indiana? I mean, does Mike Woodson survive? Does right. Jawan Howard survive? I mean, they're, they're getting. They're not just getting beat. It's getting dominated. We'd like Rutgers to be on fire tonight. Number three, Purdue, is who they're playing at six. Ohio State is at Minnesota, and we have uh, Michigan at Northwestern this evening. Okay, right now I don't care. Uh, weather brought to you by Carl. Carl reminds you you deserve the best in heart care. Carl Heart and Vascular Institute offers specialized care to keep your heart healthy and happy. Visit carl.org for details. Fox Business Minute in just a moment. It's now 719. Hello again, everyone. Let's check weather. Free Central Illinois, Champaign, or Van Avis Saturday. What a delightful day's worth of weather yesterday. None too shabby for the day today and on the overnight hours. Yeah, a couple of showers, thunderstorms skirting on by parts of the air. A little bit of hail reported around the Peoria area and some of the thunderstorm activity now generally east of the Illinois-Indiana line. But still a stray shower, maybe even a thunderstorm may bubble up as the later morning and afternoon wears on as well. With variably cloudy skies, not quite as warm as yesterday. We'll still take 56 degrees, almost 20 above average. Light south wind will turn gusty from the north as the day wears on. Decrease in clouds for tonight. Breezy colder down to 35. Tomorrow, partly sunny, cooler the high. Still about 10 above average at 47 on a northwesterly wind. We'll bottom out in the 20s tomorrow night. Mostly sunny, colder 37 on Saturday. 20 degree temperature jump to 57 on Sunday. 60s on Monday. Up near 70 on Tuesday early next week. Couple of showers and thunderstorms anticipated with cooler weather in the 50s mid next week. For Stevie J Broadcasting, I'm your host, Greg Solgay.
These are the principles we use to build meaningful financial... PDR Automotive has now been serving the Champaign-Urbana area for over 50 years. To give you some perspective, 50 years ago ended the U.S. involvement in the Vietnam War, and it was when Secretariat won the Triple Crown. So what does that mean for you and your vehicle? Whether you need a carburetor overhauled or your new vehicle computer system diagnosed or programmed, PDR Automotive has... I'm Elizabeth McDonald, and this is the Fox Business Report. NVIDIA sales rose to new heights in the recent quarter, and it is forecasting an even bigger boom in demand for artificial intelligence chips. Sales more than tripled in its recent quarter from a year ago and are projected to do so again in the current quarter. Wedbush analyst Dan Ives says NVIDIA's results show the AI revolution is just starting and not peaked. Nestle is reporting a sharper-than-expected drop in its full-year sales because shoppers are rejecting higher prices. It makes many brands sold in supermarkets from Carnation to DiGiorno to Haagen-Dazs. Nestle raised prices 7.5% last year to cover higher costs for cocoa and other ingredients. Vaccine maker Moderna shares are higher after a surprise increase in its profit. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Jenny Kosolda, invested in you. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Janice Dean, Fox News Senior Meteorologist, and my brand new podcast, The Janice Dean Podcast, is launching on the Fox News Podcast Network. Every week, I'll be focusing in on a person, a place, or a thing that deserves your attention because it makes the world a better place. Be sure to subscribe to The Janice Dean Podcast at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to spread the sunshine. Preservation, generation. At Busey Bank, these are the principles we use to build meaningful financial partnerships with our clients and their families. With sound advice and vast resources, partner with Busey for a personalized approach to your legacy. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, member FDIC. Automotive has now been serving the Champaign-Urbana area for over 50 years. To give you some perspective, 50 years ago ended the U.S. involvement in the Vietnam War, and it was when Secretariat won the Triple Crown. So what does that mean for you and your vehicle? Whether you need a carburetor overhauled or your new vehicle computer system diagnosed or programmed, PDR Automotive has experienced knowledgeable staff that can handle all your automotive needs. Online at PDRauto.com, they are what's best for your truck or car. They are PDR. Two Men in a Truck has been recognized as a trusted leader in the moving industry for over 35 years. Now we are proud to offer that same reliability to junk removal, introducing two men and a junk truck to the Champaign area. Our goal at Two Men in a Junk Truck is to help you make room for what matters most. We can make your garage, attic, basement, house, or business look bigger with our furniture or appliance removal. Contact us today at twomenjunktruck.com. Tabman's Towing team of experienced tow professionals is seeking others with CDLs, previous tow experience, and or strong interest in serving others. Please visit our career page <laughs> at tabmanstowing.com. Okay, so Illinois loses to uh, Penn State. This was a, um, how can I say, a bad loss. Yeah. It was, it was uh, okay, what was the text? 217-359-2255 as we try and work it out here for the next few minutes. Yes, and it says we can't. 
close teams out in the end of games. Once we get within five minutes of the end of the game, we become a different team. Our decision-making process breaks down. Can't see us going very far in the tournament. Well, we did close out Maryland, didn't we? Yeah. It was a very close game, two-point game. We, we won the game. So, so we did close one out. We did kind of let Michigan State get away for sure. Last night was a eh, five-alarm fire collapse. It was just... Brad Underwood after the game. What bothered you most uh, about the final couple minutes there? Everything. We didn't do anything right. I, we did everything we could possibly do to lose the game, from foul on the last play to the missed free to the missed free throws to turning the ball over against the, the the press to not getting a stop when we, you know, when we, when we when we needed one, we missed two layups. Luke missed a wide open three in the corner. So, you know, it's, it, it was everything. Brad, what bothers you most about your defense right now? Blown assignments, probably. I thought Amani came in and gave us a great lift in the first half. Uh, I mean, our assignments, our, our attention to details is, is not very good. And, and we went under guys. Our lack of physicality was evident. They just knocked us around. Start to be in playing time. And subbing guys out. I mean, we've we've got we we should be beyond that point. But uh, uh, again, we can't we we can't afford those. I we knew they were going to cut. Uh, Justin gave up. I don't know what four layups on on cuts. Um, tonight, um, you know, and then it's it's uh, uh, you know six or eight points on out of bounds plays on one we covered. Um, you know, those are those are those are deals that cause you to lose. Well, and, and if you, there was a uh, particular screen that he said we walked through fifteen times. <laughs> so what? All right, good news. We're older guys are really boy. They're veterans. You know, bad news. Sometimes I got that. Mm-hmm. I got that, mm-hmm. and they don't got that. So you know, Blue Henson was as consistent of a coach I've ever seen. For everybody knew the rules. And you're coming to the bench, no matter if you're Nick Anderson or Kendall Gill, you're, you're sitting down. And so that's uh, generally how coaches do it. You just don't play. And if you're going to miss an assignment, you're Coleman Hawkins, you got to sit. Yep. And that's just life. And so you're going to have to do that. But when our three best players have 13 turnovers, Coleman had five, Marcus had four, Terrence had four. I'm sorry. Yeah, Terrence Shannon had four. Terrence had a wonderful game, I yeah, thought. Yeah, Terrence had 35 points. And 11 rebounds. Right. And Coach had said, you know, the game before, I got to get Terrence to rebound more. Everybody can get one. And so he had 11 last night. It was a, it a was, comment from Don saying um, Hawkins cost another game. Way overrated. Well, he did not have a, he did not have a good game. And when he went to the free throw line, and we just needed for sure one, two wins a game. And he misses both. So it, it's uh, that was brutal. And uh, he's he's a obviously really talented. I think he won't play in the NBA. But um, man, you don't go to the free throw line and get upset because the referee doesn't throw you the ball in rhythm. So it was a delay, and he kind of shook his head. Like, Give me the ball, you know. It was just he's just too anxious. I see. So well, that, here's a comment from Brian: bad free throw through shooting, bad ball handling, horrible press breaker, bad foul. Well, again, does, is there one player that has the ball in their hands that you go, "We're good"? Is there a Trent Frazier? We don't have that. Right. We've we've masked, we have masked it very well. Mm-hmm. We've done a really good job with what we've got, but we don't truly have a point guard in a game like that. That mattered. And then I don't know what's going on with the out-of-bounds because I, I don't understand our out-of-bounds. You go to the corner, you get trapped. They were p- particularly quick 
you know, I, Terrence Shannon might have got fouled on that one steal. It looked like he got hammered, but they were letting him play, so they were letting him play. How about the crowd being right up on It was it? good, but, you know, they weren't sold out. They okay. had still 6,500, and there were a lot of empty seats. I, I didn't, I, wow. I mean, they was, said it was sold out. Well, it wasn't. They sold the tickets, but they didn't come. <laughs> well, then again, that's how it goes at State Farm. Well, they just announced too. the sold tickets. Right. Right. But I thought 6,500, you're going to have outstanding. It was a good environment. Coach liked the environment. But the bottom line is this as bad as that was last night, it doesn't matter. Right. Who cares about a regular season Big Ten title? Who cares about the Big Ten tournament title? It's March. Yeah. If you don't win two games in March, this is going to be disappointing. Mm -hmm. So the pressure on these guys to figure out how to get through the first weekend. Get through the first weekend. It's been great. Miss again, it'd be heard. That was a debate on uh, the drive after three here on ESPN 93.5 with Derek and Lon and Kyle all talking about the importance of the tournament Uh, and and how sometimes you blow your wick on the Big Ten tournament. Well, well, and I think that's right. And and I talked to Johnny last night and – he thinks, he said, for the first time, I think we have a shot in March now. Because do you really believe if we'd have won the last six games, Big Ten Championship, we were going to do squat in March? The answer is no. <laughs> That's just, we've done that. Yeah. But Big Ten, so Big Ten tournament, over time, we won again. <laughs> we're a one. Uh, Loyola. Okay. That yeah, was fun. That's right. So let's try it another way. <laughs> let's have the guys say, you know what? Maybe I'm not too good to really focus on that 15 plays we worked on that pin and things string screen that you got to know what the coach says is probably right yeah and you got to do what he says and if you just are lazy or i'm not going to even call it lazy you're just not paying attention to detail okay you have the scouting report you know what they do is there some arrogance in here too no it's just confidence okay and it's going okay i got this justin Harmon's a wonderful player who's helped me a lot but last night he wasn't doing his thing well you got to do that remember when coach oh you don't remember that well he said that in practice 15 times so you're going to have to figure that out. So I think, my guess, I think we'll be pretty focused today at practice. I think it'll be focused tomorrow at practice. And then I think we'll play a very good game. Now, we can collapse. We, these, the last five games are losable. So we'll see. I think this team comes back. I think this team really readjusts everything and says that's going to happen in the tournament. That'd be a disaster. It'd be really a bad finish to the season, a loss like that. That one's stung. You're up 87-77. You're the 12th-ranked team in the nation. You're up with two and a half to go, and, and somehow you lose. Yeah. It's all that ball handling last night. For me, it was like there wasn't a guy, there wasn't an I.O., there wasn't a Trent that had mm-hmm. that ball, and you're going, mm-hmm. we're good. Yeah. And then missing two free throws is, is always tough. But <gasps> all you do is you go to practice today, and you, you, you dial in on Iowa on Saturday at 1.15. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. President Biden is considering executive action to restrict asylum claims at the border. White House spokesman telling Fox News no executive action, no matter how aggressive, can deliver the significant policy reforms and additional resources Congress can provide and that Republicans rejected. Last month, President Biden said he can't do anything more to fix the border, where more than 7 million migrants have entered the United States under Biden's watch. Fox's Lucas Tomlinson, their cell phone outages reported across the country with AT&T customers hardest hit. This is impacting... Folks in multiple places, Indiana, Atlanta, Chicago, L.A., Houston, San Francisco, so all over the country, still no word on what is causing the problem. Fox's Jerry Willis. China plans to send a pair of giant pandas to the San Diego Zoo this year. The only pandas left in the U.S. now are four in Atlanta. Other loan agreements expired with the bears sent back. America's listening to Fox News.
here's a look at local news. Champaign County Coroner's Office ruling a University of Illinois student's death last month accidental. The body of 18-year-old Akul Dewan found after his friend reporting him missing. Autopsy revealed Dewan died from hypothermia. Coroner says acute alcohol intoxication and exposure to very cold temps contributing to his death. A bill that would ban certain types of food additives advancing in the Illinois Senate. The bill would prohibit certain additives that are often used in candy, soda, and other highly processed foods. Researchers say those additives can cause health problems. State Senate Public Health committee passing the bill on Tuesday. Former director of the Toronto Parks Department charged with stealing at least $10,000 from the agency. The attorney general's office charging 52-year-old Randall Grace with several counts of theft. Court documents show the alleged thefts occurred over a six-year period. Those from the time of 2015 until 2021. That's what's happening. You're up to date from the Stevie J Broadcasting Newsroom. I'm Jim Miller. Stand by. It's Thursday. We know what that means. Weather brought to you by Urbana Park District. Need more opportunities for the teenagers? There's the free teen hangout coming up this week for grades 6 through 12. If you're looking for a side hustle coming into the summer season, camp counselor, lifeguard, all this information is at urbanaparks.org. Hello again, everyone. Let's check weather for East Central Illinois. Shane, Penny, Ben, and vicinity. Still a couple of days worth of spring-like weather, but a downward trend and temperatures anticipated. A little more realistic feel come Saturday. Another big warm-up slated with more thundery weather for early next week as well. Speaking of which, on the overnight hours, a couple of thunderstorms skirting their way from Peoria to heading their way towards the Indianapolis area as we speak and southeast from there. A couple of reports of hail into parts of the Peoria area as well in the overnight hours. Temperatures for the day-to-day up around 56 with a shower thunderstorm around this morning and again this afternoon. Light south wind will turn gusty from the north. We'll bottom out tonight a bit colder with a low down to 35. Tomorrow partly sunny cooler and 47 20s tomorrow night sunshine more seasonal at 37 on saturday big warm-up gets going sunday at 57 into the 60s on monday showers and thunderstorms monday night into tuesday the high near 70 on tuesday settling into the 50s for highs a little more rainfall for wednesday of next week for stevie j broadcasting i greg sold all right thank you greg and and listen <laughs> the goal now is to be a two-day buy in the big 10 tournament mm-hmm. that means top four teams mm-hmm. are second right now and the goal is to do as best you can the rest of the season. We have five games left. I think the team will rebound. And then I think, you know, do whatever in the Big Ten tournament. Make it to the semis at least. Win one game. And then get a good seed and go see what you got. If, again, I think it's a, a tremendous season if you can get past the first weekend. If Illinois can get to the second weekend, it'll be a wonderful week of hope, which is always fun. Ladies yes. and gentlemen, it's Thursday. John Decker. John Decker. John Decker. I want to talk to John Decker. He is the one we know. I want to talk to John Decker. He's at the White House in press room. John Decker. John Decker. Yes, children and combines sing the theme. Ladies and gentlemen from Washington, D.C., it's Mr. John Decker. How are you, sir? <laughs> Hey, I am great, Stevie. Uh, sorry about that loss, but uh, you got the Big Ten tournament coming up, and you got March Madness. Just one loss, not yep. a big deal. Yep. Uh, yep. And you learn from it. You learn from these mistakes. Yeah, that's what the hope is. But it was, it was a, it was a collapse. It was. We don't see those very often. I, I don't. Last one I can remember, yeah. kind of like this, was 1988. So it's been a minute. It, 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 <laughs> but again, the bottom line, good news. It wasn't the tournament. Uh, and it's, right. we got older guys that'll learn, and I think the attention to detail that has been a bit of a problem for some of our older guys, I think maybe they'll right. fo- focus a little more, and that'll be a good thing for us. So, well, and Matt had texted in of, well, we got to focus on Iowa. 
And, you know, I know that there's the NCAA tournament, but Iowa's going to be playing like this is the game of their life. Well, and again, at this point, we're probably not going to win a Big Ten regular season, which nobody cares about, honestly. I mean, it's, if you don't win in March, it's it, everybody remembers March. I don't know if it's fair, but that's life. That's the way it's going well, right that's now. Right. It's NCAA. All right, John Decker, whose best friend is the ambassador to Ukraine. You got an exclusive interview this week. Congratulations on that. Oh, thanks. Stevie, yes, uh, she, she is a good friend, uh, and I was uh, fortunate enough to uh, get this interview with her as we're approaching uh, year two. The second anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine happened February the 24th of 2022, so the anniversary coming on Saturday. And, of course, you have this bill, which has already passed the Senate, uh, which contains $60 billion in military funding for Ukraine, passed the Senate with 22 Republicans uh, joining with just about every Democrat. And now it's up to the House Speaker uh, in terms of allowing an up or down vote in the House. I think that if an up or down vote occurred on the House floor, uh, this bill would pass. Uh, and, you know, I think that Ukraine's future really depends, uh, quite frankly, on what happens uh, concerning that aid uh, in Congress right now. All right, but this is also packaged with Israel and the border still. Is that still what we're talking about? Or is it simply Ukraine? It's Ukraine funding, it's, okay. it's, which is sixty billion. It's it's uh, funding security funding for Israel, fourteen billion. It's uh, about nine billion dollars in humanitarian aid for Palestinians uh, in the Gaza Strip. Uh, so yeah, I mean that's what it's really all about. And uh, you know, I think that you know when you have the Senate leadership uh, for Republicans saying this is worthwhile, this is worthwhile uh, to bring a defeat to Vladimir Putin, to send a message to Vladimir Putin. Uh, I think that's the reason why Mitch McConnell and John Thune are leading the charge uh, in terms of supporting this APEC. So why won't they vote in the House, do you think? Uh, all because of Donald Trump. Donald Trump's against the legislation, and he's putting pressure on the House Speaker. Uh, and, you know, it's really a matter of, you know, who, who are uh, your constituents, plural, you know, the people that you represent in your district, uh, your Speaker of the House, so, you know, you certainly have a voice in terms of the whole country, or are you just advocating for one individual, Donald Trump? And 22 Senate Republicans said, you know what, um, you know, I respect Donald Trump, uh, but uh, I disagree with him on this particular point. That's the way, the reason why they voted the way they do. And the House always is up for re-election, so there goes back. Every back, two years. Back yeah, to, that's right. Back to the point of I only care about being re-elected part. I mean, right? I mean, it's, it's just why, why are yeah. they afraid? Well, because the MAGA people will go after my guy, whatever. But the point is, yeah. vote what you're supposed to vote for. If, you, if your conscience right. is, I don't like it, that's fine. But if you don't because right. you might lose your seat, that's just the wrong reason. Yeah, that's, that is right. I think that's the right way to look at it. And same thing for the speakership. You know, he's got a very tenuous hold on the speakership because, you know, it's a very small majority that Republicans have. Uh, only takes, you know, just a few Republicans to you know, essentially do what they did to uh, Speaker McCarthy. Uh, and, you know, that's something that's in the back of the mind of uh, Mike Johnson as well. So, you know, those are a lot of factors that he has to consider during this two-week recess that the House members have before they come back and, and before he considers whether or not to allow this up or down vote on the floor of the House. So executive order, can Joe Biden, could Joe Biden from the very beginning have done something to stop the masses that coming from, from the South, John, or... I, I thought executive action could certainly do a lot. Barack Obama used it a lot. Yeah, if he can do it now, he could have done it his first day in yeah, office. Right. Absolutely, Stevie. Right. Yes, uh, you know, and, and and it just looks has a really bad look. 
uh, when you do it, you know, the, the, the year that you're up for re-election uh, and when it's a major issue in every poll, uh, you know, if he does it, uh, I think that that's a good thing yeah, because there are some major issues at our southern border. It's reflected in poll after poll. Uh, but, you know, it's unfortunate that you have to wait to, you know, you're, you're number three in office before you pull the trigger and make these changes, uh, which could have maybe prevented some of the uh, huge influx of migrants that we see coming to the U.S. southern border every day. Yeah, and I don't I never quite understood why both parties have just let this become the catastrophic mess that it, the dumpster fire that it is. The rule should be you don't come to America unless you fill out the papers. If I came to Washington right. and took the hinges off your front door, John, I said, I'm only going to allow three people in there a night. You'd probably say, wait a minute. What, what are you doing? I, I mean, right. I mean, it, it's just like we need to see. see I can't I can't go anywhere yeah. in the world and do this. What are we talking about? Five thousand people. It should be zero. Yeah. I, that's the goal. And we ought to commit money to whatever infrastructure we need to say. You can't just simply walk into my house without me knowing who you are and going through the system. Well, you raise a very good point. You know, we do allow legal migration every year. It's a significant number of people, uh, and you, you wait in line. You wait your turn. Um, you know, there's actually something uh, that I'm familiar with because I have a friend who won it. It's, it's the lottery. It's not the lottery where you win, like, you know, a ton of money. Uh, it's the lottery where you are chosen out of a lottery uh, to be on the path to a green card. And, you know, in order to be in that lottery, you have to pass uh, certain background checks, et cetera. I have a friend from Egypt, won the lottery many years ago, and he is, he is killing it here in the United mm. States. You know, it's the American dream for him. Uh, working, he works practically 24 hours a day uh, driving, you know, a, a car, not for Uber, but for his own company that mm. he founded. Uh, but he did it legally. Yeah. That's the point I'm making. He did it legally, uh, and, you know, and, and he made so much uh, for himself and for his family by doing it legally. And we're a country of, of law and order, and that's the way it should be done. And that's, I don't think it should be a partisan issue. I think Democrats and Republicans should feel the same way about this issue. John Decker on the Tabman's Toy and Phone Line, ESPN 93.5-742. Okay, so South Carolina primary, Donald Trump pretty far ahead of, of Nikki Haley. Yes. Nikki says she's yes. not, not going anywhere. I, I guess, what, to see if something happens to Donald Trump, she'll be the first top-of-mind person, or how's he working that? <laughs> I guess, and I guess that's your thinking. But also, uh, look, I can't get inside Nikki Haley's said, but, you know, so many Republicans are already looking ahead to 2028. And she's young enough to be looking ahead to the 2028 election cycle. And the reason being is because Donald Trump can only serve mm -hmm. four years if he wins. Uh, so it makes sense to a certain extent to be in this race, uh, to introduce yourself to voters, particularly the uh, Super Tuesday voters, because they're going to vote again. Uh, in 2028, and they'll be familiar with Nikki Haley when 2028 rolls around. So I think that is part of the thinking of Nikki Haley, mm. the reason why she's remaining in this race. And she's got the money to do it. You know, if you got the money to do it, to introduce yourself, uh, why not do it, um, you know, if you're ambitious to be president? Well, and she's, she's getting a lot of money from the people that are the never-Trumpers, I guess, a mm -hmm. lot of Republicans. But there's they are. Democratic donors, too. And aren't you kind of in... Mm -hmm. in kind of owe them something when you take that kind of money from a Democrat? I don't know. Uh, I don't yeah. know. I, it, I don't know. I don't know either. I, I don't know either. I'm not a politician. I don't know what you feel you owe, you know, if you get elected. Um, and, you know, uh, look, uh, I think that you're right. Uh, the people that are funding her campaign largely are people that don't want to see Donald Trump as the nominee. And, you know, and then to stretch it beyond that, 
don't want to see Donald Trump return as president. So those are the people that generally are funding her candidacy. They're not people that are comfortable with Donald Trump. There are people that do not want to see him return to the White House. Well, All right, I've heard people say that they're having Nikki in it because what if Donald Trump does get in so much legal trouble that he can't be our president? You can run even if you're convicted. Right. You can run if you're convicted. You can still be president. You can. Yeah. You can. There's no bar on the, on you running for president if you are convicted. And, you know, if uh, there's a conviction in that case, it's going to happen. Start. Uh, next month, that uh, case that involves the hush money payments to Donald Trump. Um, yeah, I mean, there could be a conviction there before the Republican National Convention in mid-July when delegates actually choose the Republican nominee. Yeah. It's John Decker, great yeah. television's outstanding national correspondent, White House correspondent, Mr. Scoopmaker. He's John Decker. Okay, so the number on, if, if the number is 58 to 41 on Saturday, Will Nikki Haley declare victory if she's under 20? <laughs> well, well, I think she will in this sense. Uh, you know, it's, it's hard to spin a loss of 17 points the way you just described it. Uh, but the way you spin it is that 41% of the Republican Party in South Carolina, it's a closed primary, it's only Republicans, 41% want to see someone other than Donald Trump as the nominee. Uh, which she will spin it saying he's not the strongest nominee, and she'll point to those one-on-one -on -one polls, you know, her against Joe Biden, in which she's cleaning his clock, you know. So I think that's the way she likely will spin a result that you just expressed. But if you, you know, are talking about a 30-point uh, margin of victory for Donald Trump, that's just so hard to spin. I don't see how you spin that in any way that's positive if you're Nikki Haley. Yeah. Okay. Well, again, we're in unprecedented waters, John. You've never seen this. We are. We just, we don't, there's so many elements to all this. I still don't think it'll be Joe Biden. And I think, I I think know. a whole lot of Democrats think Gavin Newsom, he looks good. I mean, he's a good looking, <laughs> sounds good. I just, I kind of, yeah. when I hear him talk, I, I kind of flash back to the Pinocchio movie. I wish his nose would grow when he says, absolutely, that's not true. Kevin, that's not true. And then I could go be a plastic surgeon and make a zillion dollars. That could help a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> that's too funny. Uh, I, I'm just, uh, I'm I like Gavin it. Newsom, I think if you did a quiet poll, the Democrats had leaned toward him. Obviously, Michelle Obama, but I don't think she wants anywhere near that job. That's, that's, that's what my feeling is. I don't know. Yeah. I, look, you know, you'd have a lot of issues if you dump – uh, I, well, you don't dump uh, Joe Biden. If Joe Biden drops out, yeah, you'd have right. a lot of issues, you know, in terms of his vice president. Uh, so it is Gavin Newsom. What happens to uh, Vice President Harris? Does she just walk away, you know, from being a step away from the presidency? You know, I mean, how do you overlook her? That's that's well, the difficulty that Democrats would have if they just decided to go with Gavin Newsom over the person who's in line to be president next, and that's um, Vice President Harris. Well, you just do it at the convention. You, she can be in it, but then all of a sudden, oh, straw polls, Kevin! <laughs> and you can say, listen, it's quite, you know, privately, comma, there's 31 reasons. Uh, that's your rating. Okay? So thanks for coming. Yeah. But thanks for your work. Well, we I'll appreciate tell you. I'll tell you, you one thing. I'm going to answer, Stevie, I want to answer my own question. Can I answer my yeah, own question? Yeah. Have you heard this one as a possibility? Uh, you, 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 if you're the Democrats, you go to someone like, oh, I don't know, Sonia Sotomayor, and you say, can you step aside? Can you pave the way for Vice President Harris to take over your spot on the U.S. Supreme Court? That may be the way to do it, if you're going to do it. Wow. Well, she'd still have to get wow. the Senate confirmation, all that stuff, right? So, 
But yeah, but Democrats can control the Senate right now. Yeah, so if there's I, a time you, to do it, got it's it right now. now. But, but that's kind of the Kamala Harris question. Sotomayor is going to leave the Supreme Court? Come on, man. You can't. I like to throw stuff out I there. Know, I like but, to throw uh-huh. things that are well, crazy not, out there. She's, not, right? she's not, not very old, is she? Um, no, she's not that old. No, yeah. but there's only three Democrats, uh, three three uh, Supreme Court justices named to the bench by Democrats: Sonia Sotomayor. Elena Kagan, and help me out with the third one Finch here. Jackson, Come on. Justice Jackson. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. she just and she just got on the, the court. Yeah, yeah uh, right. So that's not exactly. Happening, right? Yeah, right, right. That's well, not happening. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, we'll. Uh, that's interesting, Kamala Harris. Well, I just think that most people. It's just I. I have no idea because I I really don't have 69 any idea. Sixty-nine for Sotomayor. How old? Sixty-nine. I didn't know she's that old. Anyway, I I have no idea what it feels like to have people telling you every day how wonderful you are and you're so smart. And you're so great. I think it would be hard to walk when when some look at all the people yeah. that failed at the presidency when they got the nomination. It's a life changing thing in your life because you were that close. Oh yeah. I mean, I, that's I, right. I I can't imagine what kind of feeling that is when everybody says you're wonderful and all of a sudden you're pumping your own gas. Wow, that's a big change. Right. <laughs> and you know, traveling on an Air Force oh, One yeah. and Marine One, and you know. And, you know, don't have you have your motorcade everywhere. Boy, wow. You know, how do you just leave that? How do you just give that up? And 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 former Illinois Governor Jim Edgar, who was once considered a possible vice president for Bob Dole in 1996, he told me that the best thing about being governor of the state of Illinois, and he was a good one, was that he never, ever had to stand in line. Yeah, that's, so that's nice. That, no, that's pretty good. Yeah. And let's not forget, it's not just the president that has those first, it's the first lady, too. Yeah. So, you know, people talking about Joe Biden all the time. Let's not forget, Jill Biden also loves yeah. these perks as well. And how do you walk away from that if you're the first lady? I don't know. John Decker, great television's White House correspondent, filling us in with great journalism, as he always does with his reporting. We appreciate you very much. Thank you for being on once again, John. Stevie, thanks a lot. Thanks for having me on. Have a great weekend. Uh, we'll talk to you next week for sure. You got it. John Decker, ESPN 93.5, Tapman's Toy and Phone Line every Thursday, 10 before 8. Did you know? Nathaniel Sun coming up. Welcome to Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. Hi, I'm looking for a refrigerator. When you buy from us, you get the whole store. Oh, yeah, well, I just need a refrigerator. Don't need the whole store. But you get it, the whole store. My kitchen is only about this big. You get me. Hello. All those delivery, installation, and service technicians in back. Wow, all those people? The Dick Van Dyke 510 year protection plan, which means in the unlikely event something goes wrong in the first five years, your repair cost is nothing. Nothing? 10 years parts coverage on the major components. Looks like I'm getting more than the refrigerator today. Um, how much does this whole store cost? Nothing. Come on. For real. We guarantee to beat any competitor's deal, all that other stuff we talked about, like our service tax. And your 510-year protection plan. All included. I'm Dennis Freak and chairman of Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. And when we say you get the whole store, we mean the whole store. Wow. Dick Van Dyke In an ever-changing real estate market, it is so important to work with experienced agents like Russ and Nick Taylor with the Taylor teams at Taylor Realty Associates. They have the knowledge and expertise to get your home sold for the most amount of money in the shortest amount of time. Trust the experience and success of Russ and Nick Taylor with the Taylor team at Taylor Realty Associates. Give them a call today at 217-355-0700 or visit them online at taylorboys.com. That's taylorboys.com. 
Hi, I'm Tyler Weaver, president of Carpet Weaver's Flooring and Furniture Gallery. It's time to come home to Carpet Weavers. We don't want you to just like your new floors. We want you to love them. From waterproof floors and carpet to furnitures and design advice, we've got a team of experts on your side. We'll get you the best price and the best quality products. And complete your home with furniture and accessories. Buy it all with free financing, too. Come home to Carpet Weavers, where floors, furniture, and family meet. Hi, this is Troy Lands from Lands Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. With colder temperatures here, let's make sure your heating system is operating at its best. At Lands, you can join our comfort family and get exclusive savings and support to keep your heating system in tip-top shape this winter and all year round. Our plans offer tune-ups, discounts on repair, and even lifetime system enhancements. Plus, we back up our equipment with labor warranty when we install it. Find out more about our comfort family maintenance plans at LandsInc.com. I'm Troy Lands, and you can count on my company because you can count on me. Weather brought to you this morning by BC Bank. For over 150 years, member FDIC. Slow again, everyone. Let's check weather. Breeze, central and all. Champagne or Van Avis. Saturday, what a delightful day's worth of weather yesterday. None too shabby for the day-to-day. And on the overnight hours, yeah, a couple of showers, thunderstorms skirting on by parts of the air. A little bit of hail reported around the Peoria area. And some of the thunderstorm activity now generally east of the Illinois-Indiana line. But still a straight shower. Maybe even a thunderstorm may bubble up as the later morning and afternoon wears on as well. With variably cloudy skies, not quite as warm as yesterday. We'll will take 56 degrees, almost 20 above average. Light south wind will turn gusty from the north as the day wears on. Decrease in clouds for tonight. Breezy colder down to 35. Tomorrow, partly sunny, cooler the high. Still about 10 above average at 47 on a northwesterly wind. We'll bottom out in the 20s tomorrow night. Mostly sunny, colder 37 on Saturday. 20 degree temperature jump to 57 on Sunday. 60s on Monday. Up near 70 on Tuesday. Early next week, a couple of showers and thunderstorms anticipated with cooler weather in the 50s mid next week. For TVJ Broadcasting, I'm Yerosha's Greg Soldier. Well, on Thursdays, we call my son Nathaniel, and I say Nathaniel son is how I reference him, because that way you know who he is. Nathaniel in Chicago, how are you? I'm well. How are you doing, Dad? Good. What uh, What do you got? Last week was fascinating about the automobile, I think, or the gas. What were we talking mm-hmm. about last week? The, uh, yes, and the point nine oh, that yeah, we see yeah. on the cents. With the, uh, the taxes yeah. and things like that. So you taught me a little about how that all works at the pump. Now what do you got? Well, we're going to keep the theme this week, and we're going to talk more specifically on automobiles themselves and the history of the personal vehicle, which has dramatically changed our world over the past 100 years. And last week, we may recall that we learned that in 1920s, there were only about 7 million cars on the road. Now, I know that I used to think that the car was invented by Henry Ford in Detroit. Well, he, it, 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 was. it had to be Henry Ford, right? Well, well, you know, that, that's actually a misconception. Did you know that the first automobile, automobile was actually invented 20 years earlier, 4,000 miles away in Germany, hmm. by a gentleman named Carl Benz? In 1886, the Benz Patton motor car was released, and by 1900, only 14 years later, they were the largest manufacturer of automobiles in the world, which there weren't so many of at the time. But we might be wondering, well, what made the Model T famous? Well, it was Henry Ford's vision to take the automobile that Carl Benz produced, which was not very affordable, but to make something that the average American could afford. And by this, it would connect citizens living in rural areas to the rest of the country. And that's what he did in 1908 with the Model T. And this led to the exponential growth of our highway system, which now we all get to to enjoy. 
Now, in 1908, when it was released, the Model T was listed for $850, which back then, that was still almost two times the average annual salary wow. of an American worker. Now, fast forward to today. Last year, in 2023, there were 278 million registered vehicles in the U.S. Mm. with a population of 333 million. Now, one thing I didn't get the chance to check on, but of that 333 million, a certain percentage are less than 16 years old. So there could be a close to one-to-one ratio of vehicles per registered drivers mm. in the United States. Mm. So we can thank you, Mr. Henry Ford, for making automobiles affordable and accessible. But all of our time sitting in traffic sure makes us wish that the infrastructure had kept up. Boy, that's a lot more vehicles, isn't it, man? Yeah, it is. Well, that's uh, that's incredible. Uh, by the way, what is eight hundred dollars in nineteen oh eight equivalent to in twenty twenty four? You might ask. I have that number here, Nathaniel. What okay. do you think? What's eight hundred dollars in nineteen oh eight? I don't know. What is it? Twenty six thousand eight hundred eighteen dollars. Okay. Wow. That's what it would have been. And that certainly, which uh, I guess would be right around minimum wage. I, I don't know the minimum wage figure off. Fifteen off the top bucks, of my head. so thirty thousand would be minimum. Uh-huh. A wage so it's just, just yeah, below yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Well, we've come a long way, and I, I guess I would have lost that in Trivial Pursuit. I would have said that it would be more like um, uh, Henry Ford invented the car. I just was my whole thought. I, I knew about Carl Benz a little, but I didn't know he was first by a lot, by fifteen, twenty years. That's a lot. So yeah. Yeah. Well, and obviously he went on to have a pretty good car company as well. Yeah, you know. Mercedes. I don't know the story survived. of the merger, but right, right. Yeah. Uh, good stuff, Nathaniel. Son, everything good in Chicago? Yeah, we're good. Warm weather. Yeah. Sure, nice to enjoy. It sure yeah. is. Get Tilly outside. Yeah, little Tilly. Oh, she she's loving it, and I'm loving it too because I'm not frozen. Yeah, that's right. right. Nathaniel, son, our best to Allison, your lovely wife. Mm-hmm. We'll talk again next week. Thanks for being here. All right. On. Thanks, Appreciate guys. Thank you. In Chicago, it's Did You Know, Nathaniel's son every Thursday, ESPN 93.5 on the Tabman's Joint phone line. All right. We are all a little bit, um, we're just all a little bit, if you're an Illini fan, you're a little bit ugh this morning. Deflated. Just ugh. Mm-hmm. It was very disappointing what happened last night. N- of course. Nittany as- Lions on top 90-89. In case, you know, you missed it. Up seven with 40 seconds. You just don't lose those very often. Let's just hope that never happens again and we learn from it and mm-hmm. all of that. But people say we have a hard time closing. We Listen, we won. If you really go back and analyze, some of these games like Nebraska at home, Indiana at home, those are pretty tight with two minutes to go. Yeah. We've had a lot of games where you're going, phew, right? Oh, right, for whew. sure. So, you know, it, it's, it's just um, the nature of – First of all, I think Ty Rogers said it best before the game. He said everybody's Super Bowl is us. Now, you can argue whether what the reason is. I guess because we do have the best record in the Big Ten over the last five years. So maybe we are the target. Purdue is going to be that, too. Uh, Michigan State, not so much. They normally are right there at the top. Mm-hmm. But, but so it's just it's very competitive. It's a very physical league. I, I just can't imagine. You, you forget about how sore everybody is the next day. Those guys are hitting the deck a lot. Yeah. And I saw Terrence Shannon shaking several body parts during the course of that game, just going going like a freight train in into the lane. Yeah, and you just get crushed. Mm-hmm. And what they might not even call a foul. Yeah, it just that's the nature of the physicality of it. And so Penn State had one of those memorable. They'll never forget it. That's going to be one for the books for them, especially coming out of Rec Hall. Yeah, yeah. It it, it was uh, it was really rough. But as I said earlier in the half hour, if you weren't listening, honestly, it's all March, right? 
if you go into March and we lose in the first weekend, it's going to be very disappointing. This is a team that we all hope can get to the second weekend and break through for the first time since D. Brown and Darren Williams. I mean, 05 is the last time we made the second mm. weekend. Now, we're a very good program, obviously, so we hope that this is our year that we can get through the first weekend. Nobody's feeling more pressure than Brad. Brad Underwood, I think he's obviously a tremendous coach. But it, it was just one of those, ugh. but it was a regular season game. We're, we're forgetting it. I'm flushing it. We're going to Iowa Saturday at 115. We're That's right. Play at State Farm. It's going to be a big orange, orange out. The game day orange out. That's right. Get your stuff. Game day spirit. All right. This is WSJK, Tuscola, Champaign-Urbana. Ladies and gentlemen, 30-some days to opening day. We are your home of the St. Louis